What's up, everybody? This is Sean Light, and this is episode number one of the 4A Q&A show. Super excited to get this party started. I, I posted on Instagram earlier this week asking for your questions, and we got a, a lot of questions. Very happy about that. Thank you for sending them in. I thought it was important in episode number one to make sure that we, we kept it pretty basic. I think, you know, thinking down the line as people come back to the show and they start this question number or episode number one, I, I wanted it to be the fundamentals. And, some really basic stuff about my philosophies, what we do here, and uh, so I wanted to keep it basic. And, and we've got three freaking awesome basic questions, so uh, we're going to roll with those. Uh, and so it, in the future, please send me all your questions. We're going to dive into all sorts of different levels. I'll go anywhere you want with this, so if you have a burning question that you really want answered, Shoot it to me. We'll, we'll we'll post them every week, trying to get people's questions in. Even if it, even if you don't don't see it posted, you want to send me a message. Feel free, shoot me a message, and we'll we'll have we'll, we'll have had it. Uh, if you don't know, uh, I am Sean Light. I am the founder and CEO of Four A Health here in beautiful New York City. Uh, we have our online learning platform at learn.4ahps.com, where we have some really really cool courses on there. Stuff that I've spent years and years and years compiling all my time with the Lakers and the Diamondbacks and just seeing the way that, that the world of high-level athletics operates, uh, I've really been able to hone a specific craft of what it takes to perform at that level and ultimately what it takes to be the healthiest person that you can be because uh, you know that's what we're all striving for uh, you know, from a fitness standpoint, from a therapeutic standpoint, and even from a performance standpoint. What we're all really trying to do is get back to that optimal health zone, uh, which is our third question today, what is optimal? health. So uh, if you stick around long enough, you'll get to see that question. So uh, there, we have awesome courses on there. We have a neuro recovery course, over a hundred pieces of content. I believe it's around eight hours worth of material. Uh, really awesome material. It's been like four years to make that course. And it's all of my best information. Everything on there is tried, true, tested, awesome stuff. I, I can back it all up. Uh, and then I have the hard tissue fascial course, talking about your soft tissue, uh, your massage techniques, and just really important stuff that you need to know if you're if you're anybody who has ever been to a gym or even thinks about going to the gym. It's just stuff that you really need to know. And uh, what I find when I go into these public gyms is that so many people have such terrible information, and I, I'm so curious as to where they come up with it. Uh, I assume that everyone Googled it or they had a conversation with somebody, and that somewhere along the line they were convinced that that's the right thing for them to do. So. Uh, you know, I want to I want to spread that information. I want to let you know what I've learned over the course of my career, uh, and I want to I want to give that information to you because I, I want you to be able to go in there. I want you to be the smart guy in the gym. I want you to be the gym genius uh, whenever you go to the gym and or whenever you're you know whatever you're trying to do. I want you to be really smart about. it. I want you to be really informed, and that's why this episode and this series exists. Uh, so let's get right into it. First question is essentially, what is low back pain? What causes low back pain? And there are a million reasons. It's impossible for me to say right here, point at you and say, this is what causes low back pain. Um, I think uh, for the most part, what causes it is extension. Uh, and if you don't know what extension is, it is that arched back, I'm sitting up straight, so I'm slouched in this position and I arch my back, right? And in that position, I take my ribs and I and I extend them up, right? I get this rib flare and they come up. My hips, incidentally, if I pick my hips up right here, when I go into that, I take the hips and I rotate them forward. So I go. 
And what that does is it compresses the low back. It, we got some muscles back there. Won't get into exactly what muscles are going on, but what you're doing is you're putting a lot of pressure on your low back. And uh, what we've been taught is that, you know, it, when, when you're sitting down, you want to be sitting up straight. Uh, you don't want your shoulders to be slouched forward because that doesn't look good. That's not good posture, which, uh, you know, I think, I think we can make a case for that. Uh, but ultimately, uh, sitting up straight is really just extension. You're just extending your low back and compressing your 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 lumbar spine. And then, uh, you know, there's a lot of sensory, you know, we talk visual, neurological stuff, auditory stuff that drives us into that pattern and extension, this pattern of compressing the low back, this is, uh, this is a, this is driven by uh, the fight or flight system. This is your fight or flight system. So when we bench, uh, if you watch powerlifting videos, they bench and they're just super extended. Ribs are way up, low backs way off the table. Uh, and these guys are trying to drive that fight or flight pattern, trying to get as strong as they possibly can. But the problem is that after the gym, people are going home and they're remaining in that extended pattern and they're never able to get out of it. When we go to the gym, we only train extension movements. We're squatting like this, we're deadlifting, we're working on our extension, but we never work on resetting that, getting the ribs back down, taking that pressure off the low back. We spend a lot of time on our phones, which is driving the fight or flight pattern, which is a rabbit hole that we won't get into here, but it's a really deep, deep, meaningful process because your visual system is so, uh, so so hardwired into your body and so dominant in your body. It's so easy to compensate with your visual system. The more you overdrive your vision, the more you overdrive that extension, the more you put that pressure on that low back. But from a very generalized position, what we're seeing is we're seeing opened ribs and pelvises that are rotated forward. So if we're going to the gym and we wanna fix that, we're trying to take the pressure off of that. So we're trying to find what is going to take our ribs back down and what is going to take our hips back. The two biggest, the two single biggest uh, muscles that you need to attack in order to do this are your hamstrings and your abdominals. And when I say abdominals, I don't mean your six pack. I mean your obliques that are flipping around on the outside. And the reason I want, I don't want your six pack is because it attaches here and a very small point, not here, but like much further down. Uh, it attaches here and it attaches here. And those are very small parts of the body and there's just not enough real estate on the ribs and the pelvis to pull you back into that position. There's just a very small attachment sites and there's just, it's just, you don't have enough leverage to pull yourself back in, but the obliques, they have huge attachment sites along the outside of the ribs, along the outside of the hips. And by activating these muscles, you are able to pull your ribs back, anchor them down to the hips, uh, and you're producing a much, you're taking that pressure off of the low back. Uh, too, too often people are only doing the, 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 the rectus abdominis, which is your six pack muscle. Too many people are just doing that and they're not actually getting that core mobility, that core strength, they're not, that core function is out the window. So whenever you're in the gym, if you're somebody with low back pain, uh, and, and really anybody at the gym should be focusing almost exclusively on their obliques as opposed to their uh, six-pack muscle because that's the only thing that has enough leverage to make that happen and take that pressure off of the lumbar spine. Uh, and then from the back, from the, from the flip side, the, the hips, if the hips are forward, I need to find a muscle that is here to pull it back down into that posterior tilt. 
pull it back into a more of a neutral position. And the muscle that's right there is the hamstring. So you need to be doing a lot of hamstring exercises in order to not only pull it from the top with the abs, but pull it from the bottom with the hamstrings. Uh, this is a really important concept uh, that, that goes completely unnoticed in the gym. It goes completely unnoticed in the, in the fitness community because we're focused on the six pack, focused on our quads because we can see them. Uh, I think I saw a video by Don Mazzetti talking about, <laughs> about something like that. Uh, and, and you know, it's just, it's just really important. Anybody with low back pain, I find that you can get tremendous dramatic results by just going obliques and hamstrings. I promise you, most of you will get out of low back pain if you're able to attack those muscles properly. Low back pain, cut it, nailed it. Next on the list is, we have a question, it is why is understanding the brain so important? This is a question when I saw it, I don't care what we were doing, I was 100% going to dive into this because this is my favorite thing to talk about. I think the brain is fascinating. And I think it comes down to, it comes down to one thing, right? So if, I'm, if I am in the gym, if I'm just a regular gym goer, what we have to understand is that the gym is all about negotiating with our brain. The gym is about if I'm going to put a barbell on my back and I'm going to squat. Squatting is, is I'm talking the brain. I'm saying that this needs to be really, really hard. If you, can, if you do 10 reps but you could have done 20, your brain will not make an adaptation. You have to get to the point where your brain is concerned for your survival and it needs to send reinforcements, right? So everything you're doing, you're just chatting with the brain, negotiating with it to get the result that you want. And if that's, if the brain is what's driving the boat, understanding the brain is absolutely critical because you're ultimately talking to the conductor of the train. You're talking about the driver of the car. I don't want to talk to a passenger about how to drive the train. I need to talk to the conductor about how to drive the train. It's a massive, massive concept, and it's a big thing to, to take on, but the but the there are you can break it down. You don't have to go, you don't have to know everything about the brain from a fitness health standpoint. You you just need to know really certain key aspects of it. And that's why I created the neuro recovery course because I wanted to be able to go through it and weed it out, peel back the layers, and get you to understand exactly what you need to know about the brain, not just uh, just blanket everything about the brain and learn it all. I want you to know exactly what you need to know about the brain so that you can go in there and you're discussing it. You're discussing how to get the results that you want out of by talking to the conductor and not the passenger. And then the second reason why understanding the brain is so freaking important is because there's a huge neurological sensory motor component to things. Uh, one of the, one of the, best examples that I give is that if I were to take you on a, if I put you on a massage table and I was going to give some passive range of motions tests, so I laid you on your back and I'm just going to test your hamstring mobility. I'm going to test your quad shoulder mobility. Uh, if, if we're in a nice quiet room, which we are here and I would put you in here and it's a very safe environment, temperature's nice, nice lighting, everything looks good, you're comfortable with me, you're gonna have a lot of range of motion because you're pretty, because you're pretty, you're a loosey-goosey guy or a loosey-goosey gal and and now all of a sudden you are you got all this range of motion. But if I were to take that massage table and take you out here to New York City and put it right in the middle of Times Square and test you the same freaking way, 
you're gonna get a lot different results. You're gonna get a stiff person because they're concerned because it's cold outside and they're, they're doing mobility exercises in the middle of Times Square. There's people yelling at them, there's people flipping them off, cars honking, taxis whizzing by, and they're nervous. And that's, a, that's an absolutely natural reaction. But you can't, you, if you don't understand the brain, when you test them and you test them out in Times Square, you're gonna test those hamstrings and you're gonna see, this guy's got tight hamstrings. I gotta get in there and do something about it. But all that's happened is you've changed their environment. You've changed the stimulus entering their brain. And if you don't understand the way that that brain works, if you don't understand that that's what's happening, that in their head, if they're in your gym and they have, uh, they have if you're in the gym and you have tight hamstrings and you're thinking you have tight hamstrings, but really in your head, you're in the middle of Times Square, you need to find a way out of that and get into it, change your environment to make your brain perceive that you're now in a safe environment and that it can, it can light, lighten up and it, could, it can remove that tension and, and give you your mobility back. That's neuromobility. That's, that, is, that is how you get mobility. Too many times people are trying to shove mobility down your throat, jamming at the hamstrings, stretching the hell out of them, jamming at your ankle ligaments, jamming at your shoulder ligaments with a sleeper stretch. That's not the answer. You are not loose for a reason. And 99% of the time, it's not a soft tissue restriction. It's a neurological condition. And that is something you absolutely have to know. If if you don't understand that, that neuro recovery course is a freaking must. You have to get in there. You have to understand that stuff because without it, all you're doing is guessing. And as a clinician, I can't accept guessing. I have to know. I have to know the answer. I have to know what, what I'm getting at. And understanding the brain and the neurological side of it, that neocortex and the associations that are generated in there. If you don't know that, you're just guessing and you can't accept guessing. I could talk about that neuro stuff for a really, really long time. Uh, if, if that's something that interests you, learn.4ahps.com, get into that neuro recovery course ASAP. Let's hit the last question here. Last question of the day is what is optimal health? I think that's a really good question. I think there's a huge misconception out there that anything that we do in the gym is driving us towards optimal health. And that's just flat out not true. The, the optimal health uh, world, uh, human beings were designed to be aerobic creatures. We have these hunter-gatherer bodies and our current, our current body is designed to be out on the prairie hunting an antelope for 10 hours a day and we're chasing it down, eventually gonna wear it out and that's when we're, we have a group of like six guys and we're gonna go out together, we're gonna hunt this thing down and try and wear it out. And that's, that takes a huge amount of aerobic capacity. Uh, and the industrial revolution has sped way past, has taken our bodies way past the rate of evolution and to, and to this current system that we have, where now we have all this low back pain, we have migraines and we have uh, you know chronic neck pain and all this stuff. And that's really a result of the fact that evolution has been unable to catch up to the current rate of change in our society. So maybe 50,000 years later from now, when, or however long evolution takes, when, when the when evolution finally catches up to what we're doing, we might have very robust low backs. We may be very strong there because our bodies, our evolution is catching up. Maybe we no longer see far and we only see close. We've closed off our periphery because we've spent so much time on our cell phones and computers that our bodies are evolutionarily designing ourselves to no longer need that because we don't need that anymore. Maybe that's what it's going to look like in 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 fifty thousand years. But right now, we still have a hunter gatherer body because evolution hasn't caught 
brought up. So if you want to talk optimal health, you need to return to nature. You need to return to that natural state, that hunter-gatherer body, in order to make that happen, in order to get back to optimal health. If you're in the gym squatting 400 pounds, lifting, deadlifting 700 pounds, you are, that is not optimal health. Crazy amounts of strength is not optimal health. Human beings were designed to be pretty good at a lot of different things. They were not designed to be really, really, really good at one thing. That is a, a big misconception that everything that we're doing in the gym is driving us towards towards optimal health and that may be the case if you are if you're doing if you're not doing bilateral exercises if you're doing very you know alternating single arm single leg exercises changing the way your body is moving all sorts of different shapes and different exercises now you're getting back to that state that we want to be in if you're not if that's not where you're at in the gym if you're squatting a lot doing bilateral and you're benching like power to you man i mean i think that those are all really good exercises and and they're great for a lot of people what people's goals are and that's great but don't have the misconception that you are being healthy when you are bench pressing that is not 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 what the human human body was designed to do uh, so when we're talking optimal health we're talking aerobic steady state uh, going for really really long walks if you be, I think I have a buddy of mine who is a who's a beer salesman in New York City and he walks around the city all day and he racks up like 11, 12 miles a day. And honestly, he's, he's got the best workout out of any of us. He's probably the most cut up out of anybody. And you know, he's, his exercise pattern is his job and it's killing it for him because he is, he is as close to that hunter gatherer body as any of any, or that hunter gatherer lifestyle as anybody that I know. Uh, so, you know, that's when we're talking about exercise, when we're talking about fitness and being a healthy person. That's what we're talking about. You can go anywhere you want with your fitness. Your goals are your goals. I'm not trying to tell you that you need to, this is the way that it has to be and this is what you should be doing. But you definitely should understand what you're doing and as opposed to what optimal health is so you can peel back the layers and just have a good understanding. Too often in the gym, people are just doing ridiculous stuff that they found on the internet uh, and it's just, you know, that, that is the reason why this video exists, why I, I, my company exists, is because I want you to have that information. I want you to have access to that information, that level of information that I was picking up when I was in the NBA, in the MLB. Like these are the, this is the, uh, this is the information I want you to have so that you can make the best, you can make the best, uh, programs and you can be the smartest person in the gym every time you go in. Uh, and I, I just think that's a really, really, really big deal. So uh, those are the three questions. If you have any questions on my questions, feel free to reach out, shoot comment here, I'll answer you guys. Uh, shoot me a message, shoot me an email. Uh, if you guys are interested in this, learn.4ahps.com. There's some free courses on there to get you going uh, under these topics. Start with the free training right in there. Uh, the neuro recovery course, the tissue, heart tissue course, they're absolutely really good resources in order to take your, take your game to the next level, improve what you do at the gym. Uh, and and they're just, it's just, as far as I'm concerned, it is mandatory levels of knowledge that you need to have in order to be somebody in this industry or somebody who uh, is, just goes to the gym massive, massive types of information here. Thank you very much for watching. Stay tuned next week. Uh, we got stuff all across the internet. We got podcasts, uh, the 4A Performance Institute podcast. We got stuff on Instagram, on my Instagram handle, Slight20, Twitter, Slight20. We got it up on Facebook. We're all over the place. Make sure you subscribe. 
to the YouTube channel. Uh, that's really helpful for us. So uh, we, we would really appreciate that. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Bring me your questions.